Good morning. Good morning. Um, I want to share an experience that I had uh, in prayer uh, a few weeks ago. Um, and I want to start by asking you this question. If I hold a gun in one hand and I hold a sword in the other hand, what's the strongest weapon that I have? And I would tell you, I'd submit to you, it's neither one of those. It's my tongue. So let me begin by, uh, by reading out of James 3. Um, I'm going to read this out of the uh, Passion Translation. I have to tell you, sometimes the Passion Translation, sometimes I love it and sometimes it makes me a little nervous. Uh, he, sometimes he takes some liberties. But, uh, but I like the way this reads. And uh, here's what James says. He says, We all fail in many areas, but especially with our words. Yet if we're able to bridle the words we say, we're powerful enough to control ourselves in every way. And that means our character is mature and it's fully developed. Horses have bits and bridles in their mouths so that we can control and guide their large bodies. And the same with mighty ships, though they're massive and they're driven by fierce winds, yet they're steered by a tiny rudder at the direction of the person at the helm. So the tongue is a small part of the body, yet it carries great power. Just think of how small a flame can be set, or how, how a small flame can set a huge forest ablaze, and the tongue is a fire. It can be compared to the sum total of weakness and is the most dangerous part of our human body. It corrupts the entire body, and it's a hellish flame. It releases a fire that can burn throughout the course of human existence. Our spoken words are powerful. And the things that we speak out loud can burn out, can burn through our lives. And so it, it stands to reason if our tongues can be so destructive, then it only makes sense that they also are a powerful weapon that can be used for the good. So here's the experience I had uh, a few weeks ago. I was out running. Uh, and, and I was running on a trail, and so I, I was by myself. It was quiet. Nobody could hear me, um, I would, <clears throat> except my dog. And, um, and I began to pray, and I began to pray out loud. Now, I don't know about you guys. Maybe a lot of you have probably figured this out. I hadn't. Um, normally when I pray, I pray silently, um, and God hears those prayers. I know he does. But, but as I was running, I, I began to pray out loud. I started by, it was just such a gorgeous day. And, and, and I began by praising the Lord and thanking Him for that day and for His creation. And I just heard Him say, I did this for you. I created this for you. And it's like, 
I, you know, I, I, it was like I almost heard him out loud. And so I, so I continued to pray, and I continued to pray out loud. And as I prayed, this ongoing conversation developed between me and, and my father. And it was just, it, it was stunning, and it was a revelation to me. Um, and it, it was a level of prayer that I hadn't really experienced in a, quite a long time. It was quite intentional, and, and, it, and, and there was just this incredible focus, just this conversation between me and the Father. You know, and, and this went on for a good 45 minutes or an hour, uh, and just it was a powerful, powerful experience. And, you know, and it just drove home this point of our spoken tongue, the things that we speak. There's real power there, you know, and, and that, that spills over into our prayers. Uh, and it's something I hadn't realized before. When I pray out loud, there's, but there's a power there. Something happens. And I shared this with our house church then uh, the next week, this experience that I had had. And, you know, and, and I challenged them, you know, try praying out loud if you've not done this before. Next day I was at my office. Tamsel called me, and she had done that. Uh, so, Tamsel, do you want to share your experience? Well, it's nothing like what you did. But I, you know, I don't usually pray out loud. And just the Personal, personal feel to it, and you know, as I've been thinking about it this morning, I just feel like the first physical meaning—we to see it, feel it, we touch it—and that spoken word just made it seem even more real. Even though I know it's not any more real, it, it felt like it, and there was—it was just so sweet. And I just cried, and I just prayed about it, and it just. Such a sweet time with the Lord. So I encourage you. Um, there is something about speaking to the Lord that makes it feel like He's just sitting right there talking to you and saying, "I'm here." You just want to shoulder with your head. So sweet. Yeah. So so anyway, I mean, you can still pray silently. I still do. But, but it's become a new part of my prayer life is this in, intentionally speaking out loud with the Lord. There, there is real power. And I, and I would encourage you in that. Um, and then uh, Jonathan did ask me to, um, to share this. Um, um, I think I've, I've shared with some of you before, sometimes the Lord speaks to me and poetry and and I write poetry and I'm almost embarrassed as a man standing up here to say that but but I do uh, <laughs> so, uh, so I had shared this uh, this poem a few years ago with the church and Jonathan asked me to uh, to share it again and just as a as a preference I <clears throat> I have a website where I publish some of this stuff and so uh I'm going to read kind of the the introduction to this uh, to this poem that that I uh, have written. Uh, I'm just going to read it out loud here. It says, uh, "In Genesis 18, 
God approaches Abraham and he reveals to him that he intends to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham intervenes on behalf of these two towns and he asks if 50 righteous men could be found, would he not spare the city? God replies that he would. Abraham then asks the same for 45 men and then for 40 and so on and so on until he reaches just 10 righteous men to which God agrees. This passage of scripture astounds me. Every time I read it, it is astounding. Sam McVeigh would say it's shocking. Um, We see a created man, created by God, he's interceding, he's literally altering God's intent. I believe that this gives us an insight into the power of prayer. In John 14, chapters 14 through 16, Jesus says in four different places, I challenge you to look this up, you'll see it, four different times. He says, ask anything in my name and I will do it. It's as though God is pleading with us to move his mighty hand. I think I often underestimate the power of prayer. And uh, as I've meditated on these scriptures in the past, this, uh, this poem that I'm going to read, uh, this was something that God gave to me. And so uh, this is, um, it, it's entitled According to the Word. And I, he, yeah. Um, so here we go. A small house, unnoticed, worn by the years, alone and frail, a body withered with time, cane in hand, shuffling across the room, she kneels, she opens a tattered Bible, and she begins to talk to her father. Here's what happens. Unseen, unknown to the visible, storm clouds gather It's an ominous foretelling of the destruction to come. Demons rage. Fierce angels rise. Fire and fury convulse through the heat of the sulfur-stained air. Horse and bloody sword writhing, twisting in the midst of the fray. Screaming spirit bodies crash through the ethereal. Mayhem unleashed as light impales darkness. Legions are annihilated by the unharnessed fury. There's massacre in the savage expense, expanse. Heaven's terrible wrath, uncontained, brought by the hand of the great I am and a frail child of Adam. Rising, she hobbles to her nightstand. She lifts the blanket. She slips to her bed and into her night's rest. Dust and ashes rise as the last stone tumbles by the fallen gates of hell. So let me just uh, pray. So Father, um, we confess, I confess, I don't fully comprehend the power of prayer. This thing you have given to us, Father, that, um, that Father, we can 
we can alter your intent. We can move heaven and hell. So, Father, I pray for a fresh revelation for us as a church, Father, that we would truly comprehend this gift that you have given to us, Father, the power of prayer, Father. Pray that you'd move in your spirit. Pray for new levels of revelation and understanding, Father.